Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson, with you as always, Taylor Wells, episode 89 today for your ear holes. Going to be talking Kraken, going to be talking Rupe, going to be talking people getting booed. Oh, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I liked, yeah. Yeah. I liked that, uh, that little... A little pre-cap. No. <laughs> you like? it's a little, uh, little, little fluffer right there. Uh-huh. To get, a little, to, here's what's coming. Just a little. I don't know what that's technically. I don't know what that's called, but I like it. I think we continue to use it. It's a teasing. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a shooing away of a nuisance. Oh, all right. So we'll we save that sound bite. <laughs> uh, we, we yeah, trans- a- that'll be that'll be our segues in between each topic now you just hear there you go it's like the what's the it's the oh i'm trying to think of hoodwinked but it's not where she does like the she does the nose thing right and it does like this the shimmer yes yeah yes that's the dusty bender shimmer huh i was thinking i could be the dude from a police academy makes all the 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 sound effects with his mouth there you go. Exactly. Yeah, we're we're and we're we're too broke to actually pay for any uh any sort of sound effects or music. So we, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who needs it, right? Just just our voices and broken silence. That's that's all we're here for. You guys are gonna be jumping onto episode one hundred, and you're just gonna you're just gonna hear. <laughs> Uh, is that how it sounded? Your... Was that was that what it was? That's pretty close. That <laughs> it was it's close enough, right? Close enough. Uh, you know, I'll give you a B minus. Ooh, you know, I think that's pretty generous. To be completely honest with you, uh, so that's those are that's that's much better than my college grades. So I'm gonna take it. Yeah. Oh well, we didn't, we didn't we didn't do much studying back in college. Yeah, I just light those fucking progress reports on fire. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even do that i just i just let them stack up in the mailbox yeah i'm sure they're good <laughs> yeah why, why would i ruin my day like i don't, I don't, yeah, right. I don't get that exactly when right, i could go grab a bottle of bird dog there you go jesus oh shoot God, i'm you... on the whiskey i'm on the whiskey train again today dude are you yeah i got uh it's this fucking salted caramel shit again so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah just just having a grand old time. I like that. Oh, speaking of, uh, this episode is brought to you by Mad Bomber Brewing. Oh. Mad Bomber Brewing in Hayden, Idaho. Um, they make good beer. That's uh, They sure do. That's the slogan. That's <laughs> they, they make good beer. Hey, keep it simple. You yeah. Know? yeah. It simple. <laughs> that's my only, my only good hat that I own right now that doesn't have a shitload of sweat marks all over oh, it is God. Mad Bomber Brewing. Don't you hate Brewing, that? So. Don't you hate that? Man. Speaking of, we got we got somebody that I need to send a hat to. I need to make another one and, and get that sent out. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, yeah. they look they look pretty slick. They do. They absolutely so. do. If you guys want a Dusty Bender listeners, if you want a Dusty Bender hat, let us know. And if you're also interested in sponsoring the show, uh for for just a few dollars, uh you can have us say whatever you want, answer any of your burning questions, whether they be hockey related or otherwise. And uh I mean, we'll we'll say nice things about you. We also accept jugs of pennies. Yes, yes, uh, penny drives for yeah. for the Dusty Bender podcast is uh, is definitely there. So yeah, uh, that is that is still wide open. 
and uh, boy, we're uh, we're just we're just happy to be with you guys, you know. Happy to be here. Yes, happy to be talking hockey and uh, entertaining the masses, so to speak, all, all of the masses. Hey, <laughs> hey, did you see this goal from Tage Thompson? Is this the this is the one where he kind of steals the puck, right? He, he like it, there was a turnover by Tampa, and then he fucking walks around. It, this was yesterday. Mm-hmm. God damn. Just walks the fucking tendy. Dude, a guy that big should not be able to fucking no. move around like that. Moves the, avoids the poke check and just, ooh, God, this yeah. is such a saucy goal. And then, and then, because uh, I don't think it was, I don't think Vassy was in net, was he? I think it was, uh, whoever the fucking backup is. Yeah. Um, is it Elliot? Not, ben, not Bishop. It's not Elliot. I think it is Elliot. Is it Elliot? I don't know. I don't. I don't make it a point to know who the Tampa Bay Lightning backup you goaltender is. You fucking should. <laughs> it's your job, dude. It is. Tampa Bay Lightning know. backup goalie. Uh, oh, yeah, see, oh, fun, fun fact. See, I just googled Tampa Bay Lightning backup goalie, and it said, "Who gives a fuck?" Ah, that's that's a pretty. That's a new name. That's like a. That's like a Gen Z name. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah. Who and then gives a fuck? Just just one word. Uh, it's it's it is actually Brian Elliott. Hey, see, it is my job. The the se- the thirty seven year old Brian Elliott is is the backup for uh, per- perennial average goalie who has now, never succeeded. If if I am playing fantasy sports on ESPN, <laughs> there's a good chance that I don't even know who the backup goaltender is until <laughs> after the game starts right so <laughs> you know so i mean you know so so anybody that uh that got lucky yesterday and didn't have brian elliott in that are you trying um, to t- are, are you saying that you want to jump to yahoo's we can try yahoo i don't i honestly i don't think it's even espn as much as i w- love to give them shit yeah it's just it, it, like sometimes like the roto wire roto world or whatever just doesn't fucking update it no no i think uh, i think it is because everybody j- goes off a of roto wire yeah like roto wire's yeah. kind of got a monopoly on that kind of sh- on like fantasy hockey and you're right i don't think that you know because you can like we follow them on twitter and it'll show up you know like oh they did this they did this but you know it's it's delayed there is a good let me see if I can find it real quick. There is a good uh tweeter tweeter to follow that kind of kind of says it. It's like uh fuck. Uh, I'll have to uh, it'll I'll bring it up later in the show. Mm-hmm. There is a good a good person on Twitter who kind of has like you know, I just way too much time on their hands mm-hmm. and can find this out at like, you know, the morning skate, the fucking first goalie's off the ice and he, you know, is has his entire plasma tv with like 16 <laughs> practices going on mm-hmm. somehow and uh you know is able to kind of tweet that stuff out so i'll get the name of that that's that's kind of what i've used a little bit because okay. yeah okay. Ro- roto world fucking sucks i even listen so. to their podcast from time to time and it, it can be rough sometimes like the sound quality is just shit like that's yeah if you're gonna if you're gonna throw shade at the dusty bender podcast you can't you can't d- doubt our sound quality at least yeah, I mean that's the best part of this thing. You can hear the the absolute bullshit coming out of our mouths very clearly. You know, I I do notice a, li- a little. I have a little bit more of a lisp, and that's got to be from uh, you know, got to be from taking a few. I think I took a couple elbows to the face without a mouth guard kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, not not the full missing frontals, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, definitely missing a couple. But it's crisp, man. It picks those babies up like I'm fucking whistling around here. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you know, that's at least that's that's nobody's ever complained about the quality except for maybe like <laughs> episode three. No, or, probably or not. Four, you know? That's that's never been the no. critique. No, that's that's far from it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we got bigger problems to deal with we do have a lot bigger problems but uh one of those one of those problems is not the kraken right now no no in fact uh quick tweet of the week uh gonna i'm gonna give it to uh i I texted you the meme actually when the game happened uh kraken s z n uh tweeted out a meme uh it's this girl with the seattle kraken s on her says thank you for changing my life and it's just a picture of Maddie Beneers saying, I'm literally Maddie Beneers. <laughs> I don't know if I brought this up on the podcast, but I did vote for him in the local elections. You're right. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> yeah, it was like fucking some obscure treasury position, like, mm-hmm. you know, some flick my dinger down here south of fucking, Seattle. Fucking board of sewage director or some <laughs> exactly. shit. Exactly. I don't fuck comptroller. Exactly. I'm just making up shit at this point. And I mean... Yeah, so I mean, it was just you know figured might as well give him the keys to the city already. Him yep. and Julio Rodriguez up there, and uh, for the Mariners, they got the they got the keys. So, God, it is what it. it is. If they, I mean, if they have any sort of the bar is set really low for Seattle sports at the moment for success. So, um, I mean, we celebrated the Mariners almost making the playoffs. I mean, they made the playoffs, oh, but okay. then they they ran into the juggernaut that is the Houston Astros. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Okay. See, I don't know much about baseball, so I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, it is what it is. That's fair. But yes, uh going off to the Kraken, uh Mandy Beneers is playing out of his mind. I think uh we didn't even write this down in our thing, but you said it, so we're going to do it. Uh Maddie is I, I mean, is there anybody else that's even remotely close in the Calder race? Calder race right now? Uh, I don't, I don't think so, man. I just, there's not anyone that really, um, Perfetti had a few points tonight. I think he technically qualifies for it, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I don't think there's anyone that really gets that close to him. No, there was, I I think it was like, I think everybody, the early favorite was supposed to be that Norris kid. Um, but he got, he got hurt early on. Maybe that disqualifies him from, maybe he can, if he doesn't play the rest of the season, maybe he can do, uh, next year. The Mike, Michael Bunting effect. Yeah, he just plays like the the minimum amount of games until he's thirty five. Right, right. I, I was I actually Brilliant. during the Detroit Toronto game that happened yesterday. I was surprised to learn that uh, Gio Giordano is actually the oldest player on the Maple Leafs and not Bunting. Oh, <laughs> and and we've proven this right. This is like uh, we've seen the birth certificates and it's legitimate. No, I was just taking the the announcer's mm, word. There, you know, they yeah, said that wrong. Geo's forty one, and I I could have swore that that you know Bunting was at least ten ten years older than him. So, yeah, that sounds wrong to me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure Bunting like Bunting is. There's a very good chance that he gets wheeled up in a fucking electric scooter each game. <laughs> I haven't seen it personally, but uh, my buddy on the broadcast told me. He makes good buddy. I bet he's got a great. I bet he's got a hover around, like hover yeah. hover around elite. If you were Michael Bunting, wouldn't you? You would, would lean into it a little bit, right? Like you would. You would definitely eat, like. Oh. I don't know. It'd be it'd be Toronto Maple Leafs blue, 
You know, he's he he they wheel him out of the best nursing home in Toronto. All of his meals are fed to him. Like he, I mean, he lives the good life. Uh, he isn't he making like he's making like two million. What a fucking scrub, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what an asshole what what an what a fucking joke what an absolute fucking waste of a hockey player so so here you go this is this is uh this is from uh mike morale mm-hmm. here, here you go it's from november 24th this is just kind of an update on the calder stuff um saying logan thompson is oh uh, qualified Ooh. Yeah. Logan so he Thompson is, he is qualified. Damn. Uh, as much as I love Maddie to take it, uh, Logan. If if Vegas plays as well as they keep playing, like I mean, he's sure. Logan Thompson's playing as a bona fide number one goaltender. Definitely. Like I, I honestly, if I'm if I'm uh, if I'm the GM of the Golden Knights, I'm trying to figure out how I can make Robin Leonard just go away. <laughs> I think I heard the Kraken are looking for another goalie who can't stay healthy and and uh, you know has subpar seasons every time. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's um, let's dive into that. Uh, so here, let's 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 start with the games. Uh, since we've right. last talked to you, listeners, uh, the Kraken have played three games, all W's, hey incredibly yo. so. Um, two games, not surprising. In fact, they were the closer games. Uh, and then one that was kind of a surprise. In fact, uh, uh, we'll get to it. First game was the Sharks. A uh, bit of a track meet in this one, huh? God, it was a fun one. It was. It was. Sure. It is, yeah. God. It, it was literally last year. It was really like a back and forth. Like mm-hmm. score and then the penalty, you know, the face off, and then they'd go down and they'd tie it up. And it, oh, God, that was fun games to watch. Yeah, it was tied 4 4 at one point. That should that should tell everyone everything they need to know if you didn't mm-hmm. watch the game. It was tied four four at one point, ended eight five Kraken. Um, it honestly like it was closer. Like getting four to four, it was it was closer than it than it looked. I think a couple unlucky bounces on Jones, honestly. Mm-hmm. But in in reality, right? Like I mean, it was you know. Um, it was a Timo uh, Meyer hat trick in that game too, huh? I believe so. I mean, honestly, the Sharks didn't look too bad, right? I mean, like four, you know, four four against. They made Jones in reality. Look bad. They made they made Jones they made Jones look really bad. I think they mm-hmm. only had like twenty you know, on the lower yeah, end had, of twenty. He had a shots. nasty save percentage in that game. Yeah, but uh, man, that offense that offense can just move the puck around. Mm-hmm. It just it honestly in that in, in that night too on on top of it just kind of seemed like they couldn't miss. Um, and, but, but a lot of really good chances kind of right in the slot, right? Yeah. Where these, with these guys, you know, just good cycling and, th- and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden it's out in the middle of the slot and, uh, you know, somebody's, somebody's put it in the back of the net. I think, I think my favorite one was Ryan Donato's goal. Yes. Uh, just a good pass from Sprong. And then Donato with just a nice little, nice little move, like in tight, like should have been poke checked and he had a nice little goal. So, um, yeah, man, it was a, it was a good game. It was Eight five isn't what you want to see if you're a Martin Jones fan or even a, a goalie fan. But, yeah, uh, still, it, you know, there's also there's difficulties with it being a higher scoring game in general. Like if your team goes up, say four mm-hmm. zero, there's a good chance that you're going to start to get shelled here pretty quick too, right? So, um, fun yeah, fact from this game: this is the first time the Kraken scored eight goals in a game. Hey, ever? Um, there you go. It might be one of their highest scoring games 
ever as well. I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. Um, one of the fun things, and this is going to become a consistent thing as we continue to talk about the Kraken, but uh, eight goals by eight players. Yeah, I saw that. That's that is unreal. That's like, just, when do that's you ever the tale see of the that? Team. It's the tale of the team, man. Yeah, well, oh, we're, I mean, it's going to become a consistent thing as we keep talking about this, but, man, I... The fact that the, the eight goals by eight different players just shows the depth of, and and everybody pitching in. It's crazy. Uh, it, it, they're really starting it. It sounds cheesy. It sounds like I've been watching Miracle too much, which I have. But, I mean, they're really beginning to believe, and everybody is stepping. Even when the fourth line steps on the ice, they, they're not just there to dump the puck into the zone and make a line change. Like, they're no. they're just as dangerous. It's crazy. Let me, let me ask you something. Yeah. Does it concern you at all, especially going, you know, with the potential of playoffs, does it concern you at all that there's no one on this roster that can beat this shit out of anybody else? Does that worry you? I mean, our fourth line is fucking tiny, tiny little dudes like Donato fucking, um, you know, who's, you know what I'm saying? Like our fourth line is supposed to have one bruiser, maybe. Yeah. And we can kind of, we can kind of mix in this a little bit with, with some of the NHL news that came out that, you know, Ryan Reeves just got traded, uh, for essentially future considerations. Right. Um, not, I mean, wasn't, but you know, fifth round pick or some bullshit. Sure. Uh, going to Minnesota where, I mean, you know, in this modern day NHL and, and okay, let's, let's, I'll be fair to goons at the moment because there are a lot of, a productive coons and b there's a lot of you know enforcers in the league that still are relevant revo's kind of at the tail end of his career um not you know only really good for one thing now and not Mm -hmm. skating much um uh is there a place for those kind of players or even the useful anymore um you know i i'm not saying that this team is a bunch of you know it's not a bunch of small guys that they're not they're not the toronto maple leafs Mm -hmm. you know there's there there's grit on this team but you're right there is no tough guy um I think, but the depth does play a factor in the fact that are you going to rough up all four lines? You know, like it's it's different if you, if you rough up and you get under Connor McDavid's skin, that legitimately could win you the game. Like if you can throw McJesus off for a period, you're you you have a decent chance of winning. But we don't have a but yeah. in the same in the same light we don't have a star. Like, there is no, like, our, our star is Matty Beneers, whose, you know, signature is just being above average to good at everything. But he's not, sure. a, but he's not, he doesn't excel at anything. Like, he's not, you know, he's not an elite sniper. He's not an elite passer. He just does everything very well, which is, which makes him a valuable commodity. Yeah, and, and I get that. I think that's a great point. Right, like there, there's no one for them to, you know, the other team to fully target, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there is, there, there's, there's a mental part of the game where you get a guy like, uh, and I'll bring Minnesota back into it. You get a guy like Marcus Felino who is running around like a fucking chicken with his head cut off, and he's ready to just fucking light somebody up, yep. right? Because that's a, that's a huge mental game to where you don't have anyone that's going to step up. Like, maybe Alexiak is going to go, hey, so hey, like, you, I'm going to look down guy, on you a little bit. Yeah, you got some guys you know? on the blue line that, that could do it in a pinch, you know? Sure, sure, but you don't want to see that, right? Like, I no. mean, because you, there's a good chance you're going to get a penalty. 
Yeah. Right. And you don't want a guy who's killing those penalties like fucking Alexiak or, or Larson or, or, you know, someone like that who's a defensive to defenseman box. to be in the box. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, that's where that's where Arrivo comes in perfectly fine. He gets three fucking shifts a game mm-hmm. and his whole purpose is to just skate around and skate as many times past the fucking, uh, you know, away bench as he can. Right. right. I mean, like, that's that's what he's there for. And I think I, that is a little concerning, especially, like, you know, Blues is a perfect example, right? The Blues have always kind of been a heavy body team. Yep. Um, you know, not saying that they necessarily have guys that can just beat the shit out of you, but they, they got guys that aren't afraid to run around, right? But and I think There are think no concern. true blue goons anymore. I, I think you're right. Like, it's just, I mean, even, like, we're seeing, I think Revo's kind of like the dying breed of it, because, you know, his, his, you know, his opposite, his nemesis, so to speak, uh, on the Capitals, what's his name? Uh, Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. Like, but Wilson can score. Like, sure. Wilson's, Wilson's like a Todd Bertuzzi type. Lucic Whereas, used to score. What's that? Lucic used to score. Lucic used to score. Yeah, yeah, he could do it, too. But Revo, I, don't, I mean, you know, there was a time that maybe he was putting up ten goals a season. I'd have to double check that. But even then, that's a pretty, you know, that's that's fourth line contributions. Right now, you don't. I mean, now you don't even trust him to touch the puck, really. Like it's yeah, he, yeah. It's like it's like the dude from Goon that he, you know. Uh, you're a good hockey player. He says, I don't. I don't play much hockey. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's just, he's just Revo's just staring at the coach during the game. Like, am I yeah. get in? Yeah. Like, Jesus, kid, would you stop fucking, looking at me? Would you stop looking at me? <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Fuck. Um, no. So I. I mean, I think. I think right now you don't touch the roster. Like whatever is happening right now, we haven't gotten to the next two games yet. But what you don't touch this roster. Like sure. You beat the Sharks. That's one thing. And it was a track meet, so you're kind of saying, like, okay, there's things in our game we should probably tweak. We need to get better with, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Then the next game comes up. The, the, the Sharks game was the last one, I believe, in that, like, four or five game homestand. They go down to Vegas. On Vegas' home ice. And they whoop up on a – now, granted, Aiden Hill's a net, but even Aiden Hill's been having a good season. Um, I watched this game from the hub. Uh, shout out to the hub. And I, I got they were the better team. Yeah, like they just played better. Like even as much as we've been bashing on Grubauer, like he played well. Mm-hmm. He played well against a very seasoned. I've you know obviously because I've been a Vegas fan for a long time. Jumping onto Twitter, I've gotten a lot of Vegas reactions. Like, oh, they played terrible. There were even some people taking shots at Hill. I'm like, uh, I don't know about that. That's not fair. No, it wasn't. But it's the Kraken are just. They're just flowing right now. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, and by the way, that uh, another landmark on that is uh, first time, that was the very first time the uh, Kraken have beaten the Golden Knights. They also, in their next game, beat the Ducks, I believe, for the first time. If uh, No, nah, you'd have to fact check me on that. Say, I don't, that one I don't know about, but I know it was, uh, it was definitely, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But again, uh, we've got four goals. Two coming from Andre Burakovsky. Um, the guy's on a bit of a point streak, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, I know he he, yeah, he, he just seems like he is figuring it out, right? You start you, you watch him, he just feels more comfortable, like confident and mm-hmm. comfortable with the puck. Yep. Um, so if he's not on a any sort of point streak, I'd be surprised. 
Uh, I just I haven't looked at it. Um, I'm going to pull up the other face off here, but I think one of the things that I want to get to after we get through this game. So, I mean, I, I watched this game. It was, I mean, they, they, it was a front, front to start, front to back, like solid performance by the Kraken. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if they, I mean, when the Golden Knights' only goals were coming from Nick Waugh and Phil Kessel, um, either the, the Knights had a bad game or the Kraken successfully shut down their key players. Yeah. Um, because you know that for you know if if you can keep Jack Eichel off the scoreboard, you're gonna have you, the odds of you winning that hockey game are pretty good. Yeah, they um, start to go up. They start to increase pretty yeah, quickly. <laughs> exactly. And looking at the like Donato, you know, throwing another one up onto the board here. Uh, Burakovsky getting two, and then Jordan Eberle, you know, as we we gave him some kudos in the last one, uh, tucking one away as well. Um, I think what we're starting to see here, and even as we, I kind of want to this game. When I watched this and they pulled out this win because it was tied up, they had two, and then the Golden Knights did what you know you'd expect from a team that you expect to be better than the Kraken. They mm-hmm. scored two right back, and it was two two. And you're like, okay, here here comes, you know, the the Kraken got two quick fast ones that caught them off pace. But the Golden Knights are at home, and now they're just gonna turn it on. Right. It didn't happen. Second period comes out, and the Golden Knights responded. Or the uh, the Kraken responded, and it was it was like holy shit. There was the it was the first time where it clicked. I'm like, like we're like the, the a this might be for real, and b are these guys a wagon? Like, are these guys for serious? Like, are we gonna are we are we all gonna agree now that we're good? I I mean beating the goal beating Vegas in Vegas. Uh, there's not you know. It's hard to take away from that. Yeah, there's not a lot of people who would say, ah, here's the thing. Losing team fan base can say there's really two things that they can blame on a loss. It is poor play by their team, Mm -hmm. right? Or it's Mm -hmm. the refs, right? And Mm -hmm. so, you know, they they went with one of two, right, Uh essentially, right? So, uh, you know, and that's just, that's just, I think, Vegas fans too, right? Like, not wanting to say, hey, the Kraken played a good game. Right, right. Right, that's more Vegas like, we're the best. So how could how could it's all our fault, right? Like, you know, that's just Vegas. I swear, Vegas know. fans are like right behind Toronto fans, and in, in terms of like being hated, I swear. I don't know, dude. Like, honestly, just you know, what what, what really needs to happen is uh, Vegas to like somehow just fall out and like be trying to fight for a playoff spot again, and then like you know someone sends a, a tweet about it to Putin, right? Or like mm-hmm. you know, it just mm-hmm. ends World War Three right yep. away because he's like, yeah, okay, we all hate Golden Knights. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that <laughs> world peace. There you go. You're welcome. So, you know, <laughs> so the next one is world hunger. We're gonna fucking solve it. Uh, yeah. So I, I mean, this is a this is a huge game, right? And I think I think what's the most important thing to me is uh, Grubau bringing back. I think is is clutch, right? And I having think. and having and having a, a good, game. good game and having a good game. I think is you know gives them the depth at goalie. You know if. If Martin Jones can carry the load and Grubauer comes in and does that on his fucking nights, mm-hmm. you know, every other third game or something yep. along those lines, that's fucking huge for the Kraken. Mm-hmm. Um, because because it was 4-2 going into the third period. Yep. Right? So 4-2 going into the third period, which was the final score, which means Grubauer and and, and defensively, they just shut it down. They right? shut they it just, down. They shut it down. And that's, that is how you are going to make the playoffs for one and two, have any sort of success in the playoffs. So... I think I think it's a good sign of things to come. I think it's still, I, man, 
it's always too early to be this excited and cocky because things can easily fucking go wrong. But I, mean, I think we're we're getting into that threshold where yes. we're a quarter of the way through the season. Uh, we can be a little bit excited, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's you know, there's there's definitely some good things going on. Like it's it's it would be hard to because it's not like they've been whooping up on bad teams. Like this mm-hmm. is it's been a mix. Like they've won the games. We we always talk about it. When you play bad teams, you have to win them. Like it's expected. You got to you got to rack up those points, but. They've been, you know, the Golden Knight that that win against the Knights was to me the first time I'm like, oh, like these guys might actually be good. Like this, this is something. Because up until this point, you're like, all right, San Jose they won, but it was a track meet. You know, L.A. is fake good. You know, uh, the Rangers I I thought were fake good because and hey, we can talk about the Rangers here in a second because I think I'm. I, I think my prediction is finally coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, when Shesterkin can't handle the load, the Rangers struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's some of these teams. Uh, going the last game that they most recently played, a 5-4 win against the Ducks. Once again, five goals scored by five different players, mm-hmm. which is, again, just unreal. Like like a, like a the 500 hockey men kind of thing. Like sit that, sit, look at that box score and just smile. That's that's a good team. It's a good team mm-hmm. effort right there. You know, like it's not it's not one hot shot. You know, that's a, that's a team that's a team win right there. Yeah, yeah. I definitely it's it's an interesting one because like we see that score, mm-hmm. right? We see the score of five four, and we're like, oh shit, something something's up. It's just another one of those games, like like against San Jose, where. Sometimes scoring just happens, mm-hmm. you know. The bounces are going in the offensive direction, and and should so... we be worried about Jones at all? Is he is I... he is he is he coming down? Um, I, I know this would be very early to say. You know, like he had a solid win against the Rangers. Really let in two. He let in. You know, there was the Kings, and then but then he plays his old team, the Sharks. Let's in five, mm-hmm. and now he's let in four against the Ducks. Now the now the Kraken offense, which I never thought I'd be able to say this sentence, but the Kraken offense is bailing them out. Sure, both games. It, should we be concerned at all? Yeah, I mean definitely. Okay, right. Okay. You, you okay. let in, you know, you let in essentially, you know, nine goals in in your last two starts. It's not good. Mm-hmm. But I think at the same time, you know, and I think a lot of that has to do with it. And this is kind of what we talked about briefly on the last one. Grubauer coming back, that this is an instant potential for what can happen with who is technically supposed to be a backup goaltender. This mm-hmm. happens all the time, right? That starter comes in, the team either makes a decision, right? And and, and basically says, hey, you know, f- fuck Grubauer's back, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's, you know, our starting goalie's back, right? We're excited for these games rather than Martin Jones's games. Or it's a Martin Jones thing where Martin Jones is literally just like, Look, Grubauer's back. He's going to take my job. Anxiety kicks in, and sure. you know this this kind of shit happens. So, um, I, I it'll be re- like his next game is huge. Is is huge, right? He yep. lets in lets in four or five more goals, and especially if they lose, I, I don't know. I don't know if necessarily like as fans or as a team we need to be worried because mm-hmm. Grubauer just put up a, a two goals against, and honestly looked better than that. I, I you know I think I think both of their goals. Um, you might want one back, but uh, you know, still played really well, right? Where like 
if Grubauer then goes in and lets in only two more goals again and they win, mm-hmm. um, I don't. I, I think I think Jones needs to be worried. I don't think as a fan base we need to be worried. I think. Yeah, like let me point, right? let me hit you with a hypothetical here. They've got the as we record this, it's seven thirty, so the the Kraken uh, Kings game is about to kick up. Um, say the Kraken win this game and their game against Washington, which oh god, can you imagine that? Can you believe that Washington's nine eleven and three right now? That's yeah, pretty. That's just the end of an era, dude. Uh, it's they're I, they they have truly just embraced trying to get Ovi that fucking scoring record. Yeah. Anyway, yep. say. Say the Kraken win both these games, mm-hmm. but Jones posts, you know, around a 900 save percentage both times. Do you do you start thinking about a timeshare, or or win, do you if... or do you go like you know what? It doesn't matter that he's got around 900. We're winning games. I'm not gonna fuck with it. That's me. Yeah. Yeah. Underlying okay. underlying stat. We won. Right okay. until until we start hitting a little streak where he's doing that, and then we're losing, then mm. I have a concern. Right then, then if I'm Hackstall, then I'm like, okay, you know, sure. After those two games, I'm hoping there's a back to back, and I can right. look at Grubauer and sprinkle him in and say, hey, look, he's he's letting four goals in two games now, right? right. Like, you know, um, but I, yeah, I think I think until until the losses start piling up for Jones. Uh, he can think. He can take his fucking forwards and, and defensemen out to dinner, mm-hmm. right? If the wins are continuing to happen, I think because he's he's going to kind of work his way into keeping that spot because he really. I mean, he's been the backbone of what they've been doing over this this winning stretch. Oh, right? absolutely. We so. this they're on. I think. Let me hear. So they're on a five game win streak, and they're eight one and one in their last ten. Holy shit, mm-hmm. man, that's so good. Like, well, that's I, so I'm weird to say. Like it's it's so weird to say it's so weird to think like I almost don't like I can't even like boast about it because it's I'm like almost in disbelief of how good this team is playing right now. I mean, we got to the point last year because they were so bad where we were just literally like, yeah, nothing's really happening with the crack, and so league news, right? Right. Whereas yeah, we just move along, really but like, now now we could like yeah. literally fill an entire episode with just talking about like the surprises of this team, like the fact that we can't focus. Like it's even hard to like focus. And we we wrote down like you know Justin Schultz is you know coming alive he's on like a five or four or five game streak um and that's pretty good for him skating second to third line defensive pairing minutes i think he's on the second power play with maddie veneers mm-hmm. um you know but schultz is is doing well borgen's even stepping up and he's bottom pair um yeah like, not with his not with his offense i think i think yeah is yeah 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 but yeah because i mean i think what you sh- what you were talking about earlier with the statistics like He's he's just a good two way D. Yep, yep. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's, doing, he's giving us good good minutes. So he's doing like I mean, when you've got those kind of guys on your bottom line D, like you don't need to worry about certain things, and you can take mm-hmm. other risks. I mean, and the fact that you know Andre Burkowski is currently leading this team tonight with uh, twenty one points. Uh, you know, Jared McCann still leading the team with eight goals. He's consistently putting them up. Um, it, it, the fact that there's just a log jam uh, in the leaderboards for this team in stats wise. Like it, it's, you just don't see this. You just don't see a team that has set, like spreading the scoring and the points around so much. Right. At least not in the NHL anymore. You know. I think with with actual good teams, you see it because they are three to four lines deep. Yep. Right. Instead of like, you know, we looked at the Kraken last year and said, yeah, they I mean they're three to four lines deep, but our voices wavered 
and right because because they were second to third liners. Yep, four lines deep, right? Instead of they have some people on this team now that can like Bjorkstrand still hasn't hit his stride. As soon as that kid hits his stride, who fucking knows? I mean, mm-hmm. he he's still a very very good offensive player in his prime in reality, right? He's just kind of I mean, look at Jonathan Huberdeau. It yeah. took him a good amount. It took him almost yep. twenty games to figure it out with Calgary, and now he's he's figured it out. Not not saying Bjorkstrand is is Jonathan Huberdeau. Yep. Jonathan Huberto is a very he's a fucking top ten player in the league in my opinion. But that can happen, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it just takes a little bit with a new team to kind of re-register. So everybody here's here's a fun little fact here. So Kale uh so Shane Wright, Kale Fleury, and Gustav Olofsson, who I mm-hmm. think these guys have been just phasing in and out of the roster like they're not regulars. Mm-hmm. They're the only ones on the active Kraken roster that have not scored a goal this year. That's pretty awesome. Car- Col- Coleman and Susie have one goal. Everybody else above. Borgen has two. Borgen's got two. Larson's got two. Donato's got three. Elysiac's got four. Geeky, four. Winberg, four. Like, the fact that the goal score, like, our our, our leading scorer is Jared McCann with eight. It, that's not a lot. Yeah. Like, when you look, when you think of leading scores on an NHL team, like, at this point, we're talking, you know, we're talking, you know, 10, 15, 20 goals. Mm-hmm. Jared McCann's leading the team with eight. Behind, but behind him, you've got three guys with seven, one guy with six, multiple with four. Like it, the fact that this team and you're getting scoring from all over the place is just makes this team dangerous. Yeah, no, and and it like we've talked about before. I mean, you just you watch the games and it's just waves, man. Yep. It's it doesn't really matter who Hackstall puts out. There's gonna potentially be a scoring chance, right? I mean, it's just the way that this team is built up front, especially. And offense is driving the defense right now, right? Like the 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 offense, the 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 four lines right now are controlling a lot of the play to the point where, fuck, I mean, you know, Vince Dunn doesn't have to really play defense, right? I mean, because that's that's the concern with like him, guys like him and Justin Schultz and yep. and those kind of players, right? So uh, with the goalies, right? That's the concern with the goalies is that yeah. they have to play fucking defense in front of him, um, you know. So yeah, I mean, this team, this team is. Uh, very fun to watch right now too, which is enjoyable. Which is, the games right, are it's, so fun. Yeah, it's not you know it's not boring fucking hockey when when nope. you know when, when you're rolling four lines. So we I, are, it's an interesting setup, and we're seeing like we the, the team is four lines deep, and for the first time I think in the franchise we are seeing set lines mm-hmm. like McCann, Maddie Beniers, and Jordan Eberle are a line. Yeah. And it's a good line. It's a good fucking line. Schwartz, Wenberg, and Burakovsky. It's pl- It's great. It's well-balanced. Tenev, Yanni Gord, and Bjorkstrand. Like, Yanni Gord and Bjorkstrand, if they're actually playing to their level, you know, I, I think maybe, like, Bjorkstrand's just having an off moment, and I think taking him off the top six will actually do him better to, like, refine his game and get used to the team. Mm-hmm. Yanni Gord is... I don't know. It would depend on who you talk to. I think Yanni Gord's either playing lower than what he was, or he's always been a third-line guy, and we, we kind of just overestimated him a little bit. Um, either way, Tanev, Yanni Gord, and Bjorkstrand is a great fucking third line. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if Yanni Gord and Bjorkstrand are playing to their levels, you know, like to their potentials, like what we've seen them do, like spurts of success in the past, that's a second line right there. Yeah, look out. So when you've got when you're rolling, see, the, and this is this was, the, 
I'm not I'm going to I'm going to knock on wood here. This is not me saying that they're year 1 Golden Knights. But what I'm saying is is what made the year 1 Golden Knights strong was they didn't have a first line. There was no like this is our best line line 1. Like if you looked at that if you looked at their 12, their their top 4 lines, it was like this could be a second your first line is a second line. Your second line's a second line. Your third line's a second line, and your fourth line is a second to third line. That's yeah. dangerous. I mean, that's pretty close to what we were saying last year. Yeah. I think I think I think we were probably more wishy washy with like middle six, right? So, right. So like yeah. you know more third more towards the third line than second mm-hmm. line throughout the mm-hmm. lineup. But um, yeah, in- interest very very interesting, and it's it's honestly it's fun it's fun hockey. It's good to watch them right now. So. It is. Um, it's exciting so, to watch. I'm I'm actually looking forward and planning my you know, before it was kinda of, you know, last season it's uh cracking around I might watch them. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but you knew that they were gonna lose. So <laughs> now I'm excited, like I'm planning my nights out. Like I got off of work tonight and I'm like, all right, we can do the podcast at six, so I can maybe turn on some of the cracking game by the time we get that done. So you know, I'm looking forward to games, and I'm excited to actually watch them because even if we lose, it's still good hockey. Whereas last year, it was kind of loser hockey, and you know, Grubauer was just, and we suffer from that too, right? Like last year, you're suffering from bad goaltending, you're suffering from underperforming defense, and a forward lineup that just didn't really know each other. They didn't. Have, they didn't have the magical chemistry that the year one Golden Knights did. So um, things are just kind of coming together, and uh, I. I it's it's just it, you're right it's fun to watch yeah definitely definitely all right i think we've we've pretty much sucked the kraken off enough for Hell one episode yeah. yeah um definitely to completion let's uh let's get into some nhl news here um i want to talk let's go into let's go right into the big topic here uh most recently i don't even remember the last time that i saw this uh the devils have lost one game in their last 16 like the devils are an absolute fucking juggernaut yeah i think they i think they broke a record for most wins in november like ever yeah something 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 ridiculous they they or maybe it was for the devils i i don't really know but they're they're so damn hot they're fucking like november was just a blur to them because they're like i've watched one I, I haven't i still haven't been following them uh i've watched a couple games of theirs uh un- laughably i watched the one that they lost um where, where these three goals were called off mm-hmm. uh but i think they're like you know it's it's gotta be like 14 and one in their last 15 or something like that and they're they're nine and one in their last 10 uh on a three game win streak right now they're leading the nhl uh with the boston bruins kind of nipping at their heels a little bit um this this game that they lost, there's an argument here that they shouldn't have lost it. And you you have watched... So I want to hear your thoughts because I, I watched it in real time and I gave an emotional response at the moment. You sure uh, shit did. Something along the lines of, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, um, something like that. Uh, but now that I'm able to sit logically, I, I formulated my own opinions, uh, taking it goal by goal. So... Tell tell me what are your thoughts? Would you allow? Would you would you have stood with the no calls on all of them? Would you have allowed all of them, or would you have pick and chose on what counted and what didn't? So so the only one to me that I think I can I can get behind as being a no goal is is the kick. 
Okay, uh, the third so that's goal. The, that's the third goal. I think I think that one. It's unfortunate, but the kicking motion is there, and it ends up in the net. I, I just for me. Yep. You know, it, it sucks. It is what it is. But that you know, because because all all he's trying to do is kick it to the front, and it just happens it, to go in essentially. The problem is, is that it because in the rule book, like it bounced off another player. Mm-hmm. So like they were trying to you know people were trying uh, uh, in the I agree with you uh, in the rule book it says very clearly like if if it's a distinct kicking motion even if it goes off another player it's no goal right so that's fine and I think because that's what people are trying to argue like he didn't kick it into the net he kicked it out a player and it bounced off that player and went in if you don't like that got to change the rule um, but I agree with you definitely I, the, on the third yeah. one I think I think that a good way to think about it is. If you were to shoot it at a player's skates and it hits their skates and goes in, did did you still complete the motion mm-hmm. that shot it? Yep. Right. And I think I think that's I think that's a good way to look at number three. And so I think three is three is definitely the one where I can cross it off, and I think that's that's totally fine. Totally um, in agreement. Let's let's go backwards now. Okay. Um, so let's let's go to two. So so two Ooh. just to to refresh. I'm excited. Is, I got. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the one where uh, Murray comes out and plays it. He yep. is if he was lower, like if he was if he was below the goal line, huh. he's actually playing it outside of the trapezoid, right? So he's he's that far out of the net. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't remember who it was. It was like yes, Broad or somebody. Somebody somebody basically cuts through, and as Murray had gotten rid of the puck already, as Murray had gotten rid of the puck. His really one of his only options. He had one of two options was to either skate through Murray's stick, or cut back up the ice and, and basically you know go between Turn around. Murray. Yeah, essentially he's yeah exactly he's he's going between Murray and the net because that's really honestly his best option. It just mm-hmm. from playing hockey, right? It's his best option. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the meantime, Murray's trying to get back to the net and Brat does clip him right so. There the, is, the, term, there is, the term you're looking for is incidental contact. Incidental contact is 100%. And I think, I think the big thing here is, and, and, and the reason that I think it should have been a goal, uh, Brad also has, he also has a lane, right? He also has the ability and should have the ability to skate where he is going. And it almost is, is like Murray hit him, ran into him, right? And so mm-hmm. at that point, right, you're basically saying, Brad cannot skate anymore. He has to get to where Murray kind of is and slam on the brakes, and that is the only option that he has. Yep. And I think that's bullshit because when you're going that fast, you're not stopping like that, dude. I'm sorry. You're you're cutting between like he fucking did, and Murray did a full 360 and fell on the ice and probably would have started crying if I knew anything about Matt Murray. It's oh, just... I- I could have thought that, that he got shot in the right. shoulder. Yeah, no, he got with he that, got absolutely massacred. Because you can see when he comes through, Brat makes the contact, and there's the initial like actual force that moves Murray's shoulder, and then Murray realizes what just happened, and then literally does a you know a three sixty and hits the ice to sell it. And so, <laughs> I, so I'm going to agree with you on this um, for for all the reasons you just said. I don't like that Murray definitely embellished the fall. Oh yeah, hundred percent. He knew because he knew if he just took it and tried to skate through it, it would it would have been a goal. 
because he you know he was making an effort to get back in the ref would have said oh you know you just didn't get back there in time but if he acts like he just got shot like jfk and hits the ice hard then oh you know this is this was goalie interference Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go back to my you know an oldie but a goodie argument of mine where look if you're a goalie you're in your crease and you get hit and you contact is made with you and a goal is scored there i'm old school like sticks only sticks in the crease okay that's Mm -hmm. it if you make if you make physical contact with a goalie while the puck is in the in the crease it's goalie interference like but that's old school i understand that that's old school but that's how i was raised like the goalie's crease is his domain if he leaves the domain he's fair fucking game murray murray makes the choice to go out and play that puck so if he's behind the net and he an incidental contact is made, that's not it, he's outside of his area. If Brock sweeps through the crease and hits Murray, it's different. Sure. But Murray left chose to go play the puck and he knows that there's risks when you leave that. So in my opinion, like and it wasn't it was very obviously incidental contact. Mm-hmm. Like Brock even kind of makes an effort to get out of the way of Murray. Yeah. It's I, just he, he was just going full speed so he couldn't he couldn't make any moves. So I maybe from just an old person perspective, you know, man shakes fist at clouds kind of thing, like sorry Murray, you were out of the fucking net. You chose to play the puck. You know the risks that come with that. If you make contact outside of your crease, it's on you, man. Yeah. And we saw this, I don't think it was I think it was the year before. We've seen this with Gibson before where mm-hmm. uh I don't remember who it was, if it was Revo or somebody, basically just fucking laid into him, mm-hmm. right? I think the difference is there wasn't a goal. So what you can see kind of kind of rewatching this one a little bit, um, and it was Tatar, so I, I rewatched oh, it. Oh, Tatar. Actually brought, I, sorry, yeah, sorry, I, Jasper. Sorry, Jasper, it wasn't you, you fucking goon. Jasper's um, listening up to this point. He's like, what the fuck? Jeez, if I already, yeah, I just saw a tweet from him. Um <laughs> <laughs> he's somehow it's like hey it's like hey here. at dusty better podcast fuck you fuck you guys I didn't hey we shit. could use that we could use it in fact we invite negative tweets from <laughs> we All just right, want like in a fucking bread basket here too. we don't yeah we don't want any we don't want any like nhl players being like hey listen to the dusty bender podcast it was really great you guys should listen to like no it's none of that it's fucking <laughs> hey listen to this fucking shit show yesterday these fucking uh, assholes uh Guess what? My name's Jake Wallman. I do have a family, and they love me very much. So fuck you. <laughs> My mom's name's not even fucking Susan. <laughs> That's Jake Allen, but Jake. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So 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 we're in agreement. I think number two probably should have been a goal. Yes, um, I I yeah definitely saying number one. I'll, I'll you you can go into your analysis of it. I'll, I'll leave you with this. Number one to me is because of the modern day NHL that we're in. It's a coin toss. I agree. I think. I think. I, I still argue the fact that, like players, all like opposing players also have to have ice. Yeah. Right. I, I just. I don't think it's fair. Like basically, you know. And this is this is another meme of Matt Murray, right? Like where he knocks the fucking net off all the fucking. Yes. Isn't that Matt Murray? Yes. Um, yeah, it's Matt Murray. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, goalies at this point are like a fucking quarterback in the nfl where they know if they kind of embellish it a little bit or they they actually hit somebody right they mm-hmm. they they make shoulder contact with somebody and they fall down there's a good chance that it's a no goal 
in the goal in, in hockey's situation mm-hmm. uh, or you know or in, in football they're getting a fucking uh pass interference right so like they're not stupid they're professionals they're, they know what they're doing um in this case i agree i think this one's this one is of the three is is the biggest toss-up because uh you know he, he can't slide over right like there is a little bit of contact with the left pad um you know he, he's a little bit a little bit of a struggle to slide over but at the same time where the fuck is that guy gonna go he's outside mm-hmm. of the crease right like yep. you know like it, it, it just make the crease bigger or something right like at this point just shoot from the fucking tops of the circles because because that's what we're that's what we're doing right we're, we're essentially mm-hmm. taking it to this level where yep. we have to protect the goalies at all costs except when it's right good to actually protect the goalies right like it just it doesn't make fucking sense like well, Go back so to the old rule. Go back to sure. the old rule. If Murray leaves the crease and he makes contact with a player, that's fucking on him. Sure. If if a player goes in the crease and makes a con- with contact with the goalie, that's on the player. That's goalie interference. Like it, it, to me, I just I don't know why it. it I, I'm guessing it was the the Dallas Stars Buffalo series where Dominic Hasek. There was that you know crease incident mm-hmm. uh, that basically cost Buffalo their their one shot at a Stanley Cup that year. Um, where we have to have this like wishy-washy idea of you know the because cre- nowadays the crease doesn't really mean shit. What is what is it? What does it mean? What does it do? Like, there's no like hard rule on players really entering the True. crease now. True. Like so, when well, I rem- I remember when I grew up, like it was strictly enforced. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Now no players point. can basically cut into it whenever they want. And I just yeah. don't I, I I don't understand why we did that because I, I understand it can be frustrating, you know, like if you if you stick a stick or a skate in and get into the goalie's crease and make contact with but but that was the beauty of it. You know, I was just talk, I was just talking to uh our buddy Devin earlier today. Like there are calls that can be interpretations, you know, like mm-hmm. penalties, you know, maybe a ref is calling a game tight, maybe he's calling it loose, you know, the, the, those are here and there. But there are some things in our game that could easily be black and white. Like, Devin talked about offsides. Like, what do we do about offside reviews? We're, offsides is not a subjective call. Like, it's either offsides or it's not. Why can't mm-hmm. we just get fucking lasers in the boards that call that shit? And then just get rid of linesmen and stop making them look like idiots. Fucking lasers. Like, every time, every time a coach calls an offside review, uh, offside challenge on a goal, and it comes back conclusive, it makes the linesman look like he doesn't know what he's fucking doing. So, so at that point, so that here, here, just to, just to yeah, be yeah, devil's advocate there, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so let's, uh, and, and so I think, I think we're both in agreement. It's probably 50-50 on that first goal. Kraken uh, right? 1-1, by the way. Kraken 1-1, there you go. Uh, Jones, le- Jones, has, Jones has one goal against on two shots. <sighs> it's funny, <laughs> funny how quickly we turn. Mm-hmm. On, 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 yeah. uh, human beings yep um okay so back back to this point right so yep. Yep. uh this is something that baseball i know you don't follow baseball but baseball has looked into what they call robo umps right so they're, okay. they're basically allowing the computer to call strikes and balls hmm. um and, it, and it, they're they're not doing it yet but it, it's something that comes up almost every single year uh almost every single time there's uh, an Angel Hernandez. I know that name doesn't mean anything to you, but if you follow baseball, it definitely not does. even a little bit. Okay. Uh, so he's a shitty ump. 
Um, so, so like notoriously shitty, but he has like the fucking uh, the teacher thing where they they can be shitty, but they're past like ten years. Sure, you know what I mean. Ten uh, tenure. Yeah, he's got tenure. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he's so, a tenured so, ump. He's a tenured ump, essentially, right? So they they they're like not getting rid of him. And I'm with the I'm with the umps union, and uh... <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> um, so so I, I do agree. I think there's I think there's some things like in sports that we could look at stuff like that, right? Like you have like there's no excuse. There's no fucking microchip in these pucks, right? Like there maybe there is. Like maybe I just don't know. Let's right? like, let's trade let's trade this. How about how about this? And I'm not interrupting. You can continue. But let's trade this. Let's make offsides black and white with computers, and then we can go back to delay of game penalties where the puck is thrown into the stands. Let's make that a judgment call. Can we do that? Does that fair? Let me, let me, yes, but but one thing I want to add to that. Yep, go for it, go for it. Uh, so with the delay of games over the glass, basically, it's, you know, the review process of this, though, so you keep it, but the review process is that player has to skate over to the to the timekeeper's bench there's a polygraph test, and they are asked a series of questions of whether or not they meant to do it or they accidentally threw the fuck over the glass. If that's implemented, I'm I'm set. I'm in. Do you swear to tell the whole truth, nothing tr- nothing but the truth? So help you God, I do. I do. Do you guys have any water? Fucking. <laughs> Did you mean to throw the puck off the glass? No, fuck you. Fuck you. You're in the box, you fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> fucking goon. It's like a, it's like a DUI test where if you, you you refuse to take it, you just automatically hit with it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's like so, right. all right, you got to go over to the the, the you got to go over to uh, the lie detector. Fuck you. I'm not taking that. All right, to the box. <laughs> the, the ref gets to hit a fucking gavel. <laughs> it's like guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Right, he de- he meant to throw it over the glass. Let's throw the polygraph on him. <laughs> oh shit! Such a stupid fucking rule. It's I. It's again. Like I understand why we did it, but like it, again, well, okay. In theory, I understand it. I don't remember growing up and and ever remembering that players purposely throwing the puck into the stands was a huge problem. But whatever. It changed while we were in. That rule changed while we were coming yep. up through yep. hockey, which is it bullshit. did. And but I don't remember us ever being like, "God, we need a rule to stop this." Like this is this is a horrible uh, pandemic of of glass clearing into the stands. Like we got we have to stop this. I just don't remember that ever happening. So I don't know why that rule came into place. But anyway, th- that call like delay of game seems more like something that should be based on the judgment of the ref. Than offsides. In fact, by mm. the very nature of a challenge call for offsides, you we're embracing the whole idea that it's not that you, it's not the ref's opinion if it was offsides or not. Sure. Like the ref can't say like, yeah, well, you know, on my my opinion is that that was offsides. No, it's not an opinion. Offsides is black and white, and we right. see that with coaches' challenges. Like when a coach challenges the goal and they come on and, and they say, oh, yep, that was clearly offsides. It doesn't matter what the fucking ref's opinion was. Whereas with a penalty, like with slashing or hooking or tripping or anything, that's all based on the interpretation of the ref. Mm-hmm. Ref can say like, you know, well, oh, yeah, I thought that was not, a, you know, if, if there was a trip and the ref doesn't call it. Like, well, I, you know, felt, felt like it was the play he was going for the puck. You know, I, I, I made a call like I don't think or I made a non-call. 
those are the kind of things where I'm okay with the ref putting in his his two cents and his interpretation of it. But with offside, offsides is not based on interpretation. It's it's black and white. So all three of these would have technically been ref interpretation, though, anyways, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, well, no. Like, I mean, if we if so, using this logic, if we go back to not necessarily lasers and pucks and on the boards, but if we go back to the old rules where the crease is the goalie's domain, you don't fuck with him in the crease. Mm-hmm. And it, but if the goalie leaves, then he knows that he's open to being hit. I mean, I think that that makes that more black and white. I agree. I think I think the crease the crease should come back or get rid of it. I mean, all it is is just a guide for the goalie at this point, right? Yeah. I think that's a great point that you made, right? Like, I mean, the the blue paint the blue paint is just to to feel nostalgic mm-hmm. at this rate, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah, I mean, it, I'm gonna say it's fucking brat again. I don't actually remember who the the devil's player Tatar. was. Tom was Tatar. Tatar. But it was Tatar for the second one. Was it Tatar for the yeah, first no, one? Yeah, no, no, fuck it. It was it was Jesper Brat. It fuck was him. fucking brat both both yeah. times. Yep. Um, <laughs> he's like he's like what? a foot outside the blue paint, right? So yeah. like, I think the only thing the only thing I could think of that would kind of make everybody feel better to where like you know the the measuring of the dicks doesn't mm-hmm. get in their way is okay increase the 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 diameter of the crease a little bit right like if you're so concerned about something along those lines right extend it by say six inches on on both sides or something like that right like that's going to give them a bit more of a parameter um but yeah i i agree i think i think because that because what you're doing what you're saying right there is is trying to create more black and white Mm -hmm. around these things that are are honestly changing games like that is this this changed an entire game Right, it really yeah. did. All, there was three of them. Sure, one of them, you know, besides the most hardcore fucking Devils fans, wherever the hell they right. they live right. anymore, um, <laughs> if they're around. But the the other two, it's still a three-two game, right? Oh, I mean, if, were... you, if you think about it like that, right? I mean, if you if you think about Devils it, fans exist. We found them, right? Dude, they when they when they just beat New York last night. Holy shit. Yeah. My fucking Twitter feed. I I don't even follow any New Jersey people, and it's just popping off with fucking talking shit to the Rangers. <laughs> that team is pretty impressive right now. Can't can't get around that. Incredible, incredible. And they're they're taking their first victory lap in a long time. Like, the Rangers have just been kicking the shit out of them for over a decade since Parise and who is it? Nope. Parise and Kovalchuk. Really? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. since they left, they yep. haven't really been anything to crawl home nope. about except one Taylor Hall. MVP season, right? That's it. Sure. And the Devils are the, one of those teams that I like. I don't necessarily root for on a consistent basis or anything, but you know, they're one of those teams that, like, if they make the playoffs and they make a deep run, I'm like, yeah, good for them, you know. Until they play the Wings. Until they play the Wings. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, okay, glad. So, I think at least at bare minimum, uh, it should have went to overtime, in my opinion. Sure. Uh, even if we're even if we're given the coin toss to goalie interference in that first call. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely think it, it it just sucks that you have that streak and that way right so yeah that's that's worse. yeah so that's where i fall on that um some quick hits uh rupe hints my boy rupe hints uh resigns with the dallas stars yeah and rightfully so. so dallas weirdly this summer like decided that they wanted to make it difficult on their players who are their future <laughs> uh, Rupe Hints, Jason Robertson, uh, Ottinger, right? Like, 
Yep. What? Like, why are we making this a fucking problem? Sign those guys and worry about it later, right? Like, because they can't get rid of fucking Jamie Ben. I get that. I mean, Jamie Ben's having a fucking season some yeah. for some reason. Fine, because he's on the third line now. Uh, cracking two one. Um, yeah. See, Matt, <laughs> Maddie got a power play on the first one. What a fucking stud. Mer- he's, McCann. He's terrible, actually. Oh, we just talked about it. McCann from Everlay. God, that line is so fucking good. So stupid. And then Schultz with mm. another assist. That's sexy. Unreal. Yeah. I, but, I, yeah, I just don't... Ugh. Well, NHL just updated. It's 2-2 now. Um, Fuck. Martin Jones is going to get pulled. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get pulled. And then, yeah, that's great. That's two goal, two goals on four shots. Yikes. That's not good. No. Um, but... Yeah, it just, I don't know, good for hints. I don't know what, Dow, like, Dallas was making this such a big fucking deal. I mean, you know, just buy Jamie Ben out and, like, $2 million for the next couple of years, whatever. Yeah, what's up shit. with Tyler Sagan? I think we heard something about him being forced to retire, basically, or getting pressure to retire. Yeah, I mean, he sucks. He sucks. He's terrible. Like, what, you know, he spent, he spent all of his millions on getting fucking tattoos for his sleeve and mm-hmm. he forgot how to play hockey so um he does have a nice sleeve though i mean he does have a pretty solid sleeve mm-hmm. i wish mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll put oh i got one tattoo and i was a big pussy about it i, was pretty, <laughs> I had to be pretty drunk you know and then afterwards uh-huh. i had to go get more beers because i was like fucking crying and shit yeah that makes sense yeah i i did the same yeah <laughs> pretty fucking much anyway um yeah no i i think that this is uh what's it it's a nine by eight or eight by nine yeah, so, something like that. I think it's. Let me see here. I think I got it pulled up on our pretty on close our Twitter. to Twitter. Pretty close to Robinson's, I believe. And um, that's not. I mean, well, with how Robinson's playing right now, that's not good. But Robinson's playing out of his fucking mind. So mm-hmm. um, that guy, I I only know it because he's on my fantasy team. But um, yeah, he's playing out of Unreal. Let's see here. Okay, uh, extended Rupe hand signs a eight year contract. Yep. There you go. Eight four five, eight four five. So eight eight by eight, almost eight by nine. Um, I I mean I think that this is probably right on the money. It's not a deal. Like Dallas isn't getting away with anything. Um, it kicks any- in next year. So it okay. kicks, it, kicks in next year where they the Pavelski's off the off the payroll. Yep. Uh, so that helps a little bit. That's a five five contract. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. Oh my god. Let me see. This is so I just I just pulled this up on Cap Friendly, but. Uh, see here real quick so they have uh tyler sagan until 2728 at okay. 9.85 mm-hmm. and they have jamie ben until 2526 at 9.5 wow holy that fuck. is so much money that is fucking ridiculous i mean tyler sagan like there's just no way you could predict <laughs> that he was gonna be that shitty no. Because he's only ben. thirty years old, like you know, they they fuck. That sucks. No, that one. But Ben, I don't know. I I, I just always had a feeling about Ben that he was mm-hmm. just overachieving. Um, has nothing to do with him not wanting to go down on girls, but um, a little bit yeah. though, right? Like okay, if I maybe. knew that yeah. as a GM, like I'm probably maybe. not giving him as much money. Like you hear that? There's <laughs> all right, guy. Listen, listen, Dallas GM. We got this guy, Jamie Ben. Like he's he's just lighting <laughs> it up in the juniors playing great hockey like he's you know everything is great so, okay well let's sign the guy well okay but there is i mean there's this one thing <laughs> this interview yeah. went great but <laughs> interview went great we just thought it was kind of weird like like right in the middle of the interview you know where we ask only hockey questions uh he did make it very clear that he won't go down on women 
uh, we didn't even ask him about it. Like he was, <laughs> like he but, just like he wanted us to know. Uh, it was kind of a kind of strange, honestly. They're not even talking about like contracts or they're not talking about like no. anything hockey related. They're like, like yeah, last weekend I was out fishing on the lake and Jamie Ben's like, let me stop you there. Uh, there's something I need. By the way, to know. by the way, uh, I don't go down on girls. I just yeah. don't like the way that it tastes. It's it's really icky. It's gross. I don't like it. Can I nine point five million, please? <laughs> The GM's just like, I mean, I don't understand how that affects his odd eyes performance. I guess we'll sign him. <laughs> we'll give, you know, he, he, no, Jamie like wanted 9.6 or whatever. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, 9.5. That's all, you know, he's, he's, he's not a, you know, he doesn't eat it. So he's got his, um, that brings, that'll bring down his, his, his uh, projected war. <laughs> so my, my, does, does, does that go, does that affect his Corsi at all? Anybody? Yeah, definitely. Definitely does. Some some, uh, some intern in the back. It sure does. <laughs> he yells back to one of the eggheads. Hey, hey, does this <laughs> does this affect his overall coursey? What is what is that? What is that what is that what's that category on that on that player card? Saw those on Twitter. Oh shoot! Good for them. Gosh, I wish I could live in the fucking dark ages still. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is um, his sword sharp? Like those yeah, are the simple exactly. days. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, so I, I like that contract for Rupe. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, in in typical uh, Red Wings fashion, uh, th- this news came out, and then immediately Red Wings fans went, "How does this affect the Red Wings?" Oh, gosh. <laughs> and uh, the answer is there is no way that Larkin is taking anything less than nine million now. Woof. You think so? If they just signed Rupe to an eight point four. I mean, that's, that's, that's direct. I mean, I wouldn't say perfect direct correlation, but like if, if I'm Dylan Larkin's camp, I'm going, look, sure. Rupe hints just put up, you know, he's got, he's good hockey player. He's putting up these numbers, but my client does these numbers, if not better. And he's the captain of your team. Uh, I, that plays a role. That plays I think there's role. gonna there's gonna be a strong argument to sign Larkin for I I well his camp's probably pushing for ten, which is a lot for because you know ten ten is when you start talking you start talking about like top ten twenty players in the league, mm-hmm. um and I wouldn't say Larkin's there, uh nine is I don't know it, it I'm I'm sitting here thinking like Dylan Larkin is gonna judge me right now. Um, I would say Dylan Larkin's probably worth eight, but that's just me. Let me, let me just, the last two seasons, let me just give you this. So, so taking out the fact that Larkin is the captain. Yep. Um, last year, 69 points in 71 games. Okay. So almost a point a game per basis. Yep. This year, 24 and 21. So he's sitting above a point per game right now. Rupe hints 72 and 80 games, so he did get almost a full, pretty much a full season in last year, but was yeah. was very, very close to a point per game. Yep. Uh, very similar to Larkin. This year, 24 and 22. So, okay, almost identical numbers. Right. Um, in terms of, you know, comparisons. Right. Um, it, it's weird to say, like, I mean, that's it's right on the head. So, I you know, Larkin's probably coming in there saying that these are two very comparable players. 
I'm the captain and heart and soul of this team. Mm-hmm. Make make it so he's gonna he's probably gonna push for nine. I, I would, think I, I would, think he's gonna camp, push for nine. His camp will probably start at nine two five. Yep. Right, and work them towards nine because I yeah. think I think you're right. I mean, I think uh, so. Let me let me look at so Larkin is twenty six. Jesus Christ! It seems like he's been around for fucking ever. Yeah, it feels like he's way older than that. Holy he's, he's like fuck. He's just getting into his prime, baby. He sure as shit is. That's Larkin's timing. only getting into his prime. It's perfect timing. Yeah, they're they're literally they're essentially identical. So the the thing. So basically, yeah, you look at Dylan Larkin. Be, Man, I wouldn't be. You know, if I'm if I'm Steve Eiserman, signing him eight years at nine, I don't hate that. Can I tell you like worst case scenario? Worst case scenario, you randomly pick or or find a a true number one hundred point center. Three two Kraken. And he drops to a second line role. Right? I mean that's worst case that's literally worst case scenario, but I yeah, just, I don't I mean see... we don't necessarily have any anybody in the wings at the moment to do that, no pun intended. Yeah. Um I don't as far as I know in my mind thinking about who is like in the I mean you've got you've got the the one guy that we just drafted not long ago um that helps no one god what's his fucking name uh literally literally this this year or the year before um Detroit draft pick first round there we go yeah hell yeah hell yeah um detroit oh red wings sorry i don't give a fuck about the lions <laughs> marco casper uh but i think casper uh, is a winger yeah i think size wise right i think he kind of fits into a winger role a little more yeah so i don't i don't i think you're right i think you're 100 percent right but i just don't think that he's gonna pan out um and even looking at our draft picks now dylan james uh i mean for solely selfish like I hope this works out reasons uh, for his name. I hope Amadeus Lombardi does well. Yeah. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus, Amadeus. Amadeus. Bellardi, or what is it? I have no Bellardi. What's his last name? Oh, fuck. Yeah, we could make some... That's like a Weird Al song or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Amadeus was picked uh, uh, 113th overall. Uh, Year before, Redmond Savage. Another great name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, Red Savage from uh, U.S. Development, huh? Mm Mm-hmm, Red Savage. Yep. It's a good name. I don't think he'll ever crack the show, but... Yeah, we'll see. no, I think I think you're right. I think nine million for Larkin wouldn't be surprising. So I'm no, sure we'll that, that that deal, you know, nine nine mil is a lot, but you don't have anybody on the Red Wings that is getting that kind of money at the moment. Sure, and you know, in eight years, you're twenty six now. He's thirty four. You know, like that's fine. That's perfect. Honestly, that's a perfect length because I think thirty four for forwards. Like, yep. yeah, he might be at nine mil for you know, honestly. That's better than Jamie Ben's fucking contract. I just want to point out that I put Tony D'Angelo on IR tonight, yeah. and I just felt that I needed to pick up Justin Schultz, and he has now assisted on every goal tonight. He has all three assists, damn. He's fucking three. fire right now. Uh, he, he got the secondary assist on Wenberg's. Uh, Wenberg got the third goal. That's surprising. Uh, Wenberg assisted by Sprung and Schultz. 
fucking sprung. McCann, so, McCann, McCann was Eberle from Schultz, and uh, Maddie was Winberg from Schultz. Yeah. Fuck, that's, man. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's shit. Nice. Winberg was a power play goal, too. It's only a matter of time till that till Schultz takes over for Dunn. It's, it just has to be, right? You think so, yeah. You got to think, right? You got to think so. Yeah, I would unless agree with a, that. Unless it's a handed thing, because I think Schultz is a right shot, where yeah. I think Dunn's a left. Like, unless it's yep. a hand thing. Um, fuck, yeah. Good, yep. good pickup. Yeah, nice pickup. Yeah, oh, no, it's not bad at all. Um, we also need to talk about, we don't give a fuck about Kachuk, but let's talk about, uh, real quick, Marner's on a point streak, 17 games. I, I thought you said we weren't talking about shit we don't give a best shit about. Well, fuck it, I don't care. See, we were. I was going to, but then uh, Mitch's dad called. Mm, Paul. Uh, Paul called. Paul Marner called me and uh, was like, "Hey, uh, my son <laughs> is is at 17 games. It's a pretty big deal here in our house. Um, I'd be very, very appreciative if you mentioned it on your show. And uh, if you don't, I will sue you. And considering we we just can't <laughs> we really we can't, can't risk that. it we can't so. <laughs> we can't risk the, the yeah being sued by paul marner right now uh so here here you go paul yeah sure uh yeah uh mitchell is gonna try for 18 games straight there he goes there he goes what's what's uh you think you think if he uh he gets there does 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 his dad tell him that he finally loves him no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's reserved for that's reserved for a Stanley Cup. So unfortunately for that's you, that's not Mitchell, even Stanley Cup. No, he's got to get MVP. <laughs> he's got to he's got to have it all. Um, they the Leafs make it to the Stanley Cup and lose, but they still give him the MVP because they're just like, dude, just this one's go go get that hug. <laughs> He gets like a one-armed fucking like shoulder hug from his, you know. I mean, it's only a half hug because he didn't fucking win. Right. He gets he gets the half hug and like his dad smiling and then leans into his ear. You're a disappointment. Yeah. Second place is still last place. This, you guys lost because of you. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, you needed Paul. A, you needed a two-point per game streak. <laughs> yeah, should have been 18 games. Should have been. Should have been 18 <laughs> games. You didn't, you didn't hit it. We're just foreseeing the future at this point. Holy shit. Okay. Uh, last last shout-out. Uh, you, you brought this up. Uh, tell me a little bit. what We've been seeing a little more of the reverse retros make their appearances. What are you, what are you thinking so far? Oh, man, they're all fucking good. Think so? Yeah, there's there hasn't been that many that I haven't liked. I, I the only thing I haven't liked is is just the hype around Vegas's. I think they're still good. It's just they're like just grown men just stroking themselves to like neon lettering. Like the black just, lights. The black light lettering is just like you literally like they turn the black lights on for the jerseys and you just see like a bunch of like jizz all over the fucking i was just about to say how many how many uh how many relationships you think got ruined because of black night black light night at the game oh so many (laughs) so i mean honestly like you know they don't they don't advertise this or like put it on tv or anything but like it was basically right before they turned the black lights on they said turn to your partner (laughs) turn to the seat to your right (laughs) and it's it honestly it's one giant circle jerk right so i mean 
Yeah. You know, it's. I mean, it's an oval, essentially, but um, it is. You know, same thing. <laughs> oval jerk. Yeah, oval jerk. Turn to your partner. It's oval jerk night at the, <laughs> the Vegas Knights Arena. Uh, I, I do think that I, I do think it's cool that it glows. Yeah, that's right. It, it definitely okay. it definitely hits the the nineties nostalgia for sure. Sure. Um, have have no, there I, been I, any that you don't like? Have there been any ones that you're like, oh, those are garbage? To, uh, to be completely honest, I mean, not garbage, but I, I've. I, we talked about it kind of before, not to be going back to the Red Wings again, but I, I've gone up and down on these. When I first saw them, I didn't I, I didn't like them. Mm-hmm. And then I stared at them more. I saw Larkin in a post wearing them, and I liked them. And then somebody took that same post, photoshopped out the black, and just replaced it with white. And I go, okay, that's way better. They should have done that, but I still don't mind them. And then I saw them in person, and god damn it, they just look so close to Chicago Blackhawks jerseys. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like the like winter classic the Red, ones. The Red Wings just don't. We don't wear black. Yeah. As much as I like it, I'm not. I, I love Chicago Blackhawks jerseys. In my opinion, are one of the best jerseys in the league. Mm-hmm. Like they are so clean. They're so classic. Like they're they're really nice. I I love those jerseys. Um, but f- Red Wings just don't wear black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And when you do that, especially with an original sixteen, where you're you know basically you take away the white and add the red. That the, that that's Blackhawks jerseys, and so sh- it, it's yeah. so close to it. Should they have taken the black out of those and just done white? Yeah, white. They would white. look like the original barber poles. So the the jersey that they're based off of were white lines. Mm. So they should have just went white. Gotcha. They should have they should have had white lines and maybe even uh, you know put Detroit in there in white as well or or black lettering maybe. Um, just just reverse it. Just throw the white lines on there and that's a red wings jersey you gotta do numbers in the lettering with black yes i think that's fine yeah that's fine something like that something like that and um and then do like white pants and shit even though i fucking hate white and pants and gloves (laughs) it does seem to set you off a little bit it does i don't know what it is it's fucking (laughs) ugly as shit like oh i took one puck to them and now they're worthless like what a stupid (laughs) fucking what are we doing But yes, but, but I, I, I agree. And I, but I think, I think the overall theme with all these reverse retros has been like, honestly, to see the full, like the full setup, the full kit. Yep. Yep. It just makes them even better. Like, sure. I, you know, I, yeah, it's I think they're just, there's ones that have been forgettable. Sure. Like, I, I think, I, I think Minnesota wore theirs and I, yeah. I literally yeah. just forgot about it because they didn't do anything. Sure. Um, I loved the Krakens. Krakens yeah. were are arguably like in person, like seeing them on. It might be one of the best. I swear, um, there's more fucking reverse retro Kraken jerseys than there are regular Kraken jerseys right now. Like it's, that color, it's been that, popping off, dude. That that teal blue that the Kraken have, they're really embracing. Like I got a sweatshirt when I went there for the home opener mm-hmm. in that teal blue. I fucking love that color. Yeah, that's solid. Like it's a really good color. It's it's. I think people are responding more to it. Like they're even starting to sell hats that are that full color. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they embraced that a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that was good. I, as much as I, you know, like don't giving the sharks any credit on anything. Those, those seal ones. The seal are sweet. colors. Yeah. Those are yeah. Sick. Those are sweet. Um, the sharks, Dallas star sharks in general this year are kind of killing the jerseys. I think. Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they have to look good because they're bad, but oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we already talked about the Buffalo Sabres ones. I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually took the ice with them. I don't, think they brought them too much luck i think they got smoked when they wore them but sure um they looked good doing it uh 
same with the Dallas Stars. Dallas threw on their like Mike Madonna era jerseys. I fucking love those. Mm-hmm. Um, those those look great. Uh, it seems like Florida is like really doubling down on the on the baby blue. Like they they have heard the feedback and everybody's like these are the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, three three. Uh, Jones has three goals on five shots. Oof. He, I'm telling you, he, I'm telling you, he doesn't like Grubauer being on that bench. He he's not like it. He's, he's not starting the next period. Uh, uh, well, if it's still three three, I think he is. But I... no. three goal, three goals and four saves. Not when they're so tied. He's, so he's got three goals on seven shots. Sure, but not when they're tied. If the, if if they start to lose, like they st- he gives up another one, or even you know if they go down five three. Sure, pull him. He they're just not from the idea of like don't mess with the mojo. Just from the idea of like you gotta, you need to save, man. You need to save. Sure, but I mean, it could also be three zero, right? I mean, like you know, there's just yeah, you don't you don't pull them if it's still tied. I think, okay, I think if okay. I think if it if they it, uh, one more goal, if it's four three, sure. I think you could easily see him being pulled. But okay, um, I'm watching the first goal against right now, seeing if it's his fault. Yeah, so you can guys hear it live. Oh yeah, that's hundred percent. First goal is totally his fault. It's yeah, bad goal. yeah, that's not that's not great. That's, no, it's not good. I, but but so to your point, right? That is twelve goals in the last fuck seven periods. So now the Kraken, who who are not normally known for being an offensive juggernaut, are now having to score their way out of problems, and this is it's going to be an issue. You can get into these track meets, though, man. I mean, this yeah. is this isn't you know it's nothing nothing overly new. I mean, you got if if at three three Jonathan Quick got pulled at the other end, maybe, but it's just it it'll it doesn't happen. It just doesn't I wonder happen. what the sh- I wonder what the shots are. Let's see here. Shots look like they're twelve to eight. Okay, so I mean, fairly close. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see how she goes. There you go. But yeah. Other than that, I think that's. That's about it. You want to talk about anything else? Uh, just another shout out to the NHL scheduling system for having an absolute joke of of scheduling. I think I think this week is actually a little bit better. We've had a little Hol- bit, the holiday was just terrible. The holiday is a joke, um, but a little bit more spread out this week. So hopefully that's that's things to come. But uh, yeah, the speculative flyers are probably going to lose this week for the first time. So dang. Darn it! Go six, six and one. <laughs> yeah, it's really rough for you. Ah, shit. Good thing we got a. It, the season's young. I can, I can still come back there from two go. and four. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what you did last year, though. You almost. Yeah, made. my my team's gonna finally round round into form. I think. Yeah, sixty something points on Monday. I think you're all right, Bob. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, I put up sixty points last night, and I'm at thirty six point four right now. Nice. That's solid. Yeah. So. This and this will be a good win because I'm playing for I'm playing a uh, uh, pretty solid team. Is it Bedard? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good team. That's number. He's two. only lost once, I think. Yeah, I think he's two or three. It's pretty so. good. Pretty yeah. Good. All right, let's sign off. I'm fucking hungry. Let's get out. All of right. Here. Yep. Thanks again for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Please subscribe to us on whatever podcatcher music app you're on. We're on a whole bunch of them. Uh, working to grow the podcast, or you could probably see us on YouTube here in the not too distant future. Once again, if you are interested in sponsoring or supporting us in any way, we are widely available. Check us out on Facebook or Twitter. Just send us a direct message. Uh, every little bit helps. If you guys are interested in some merch, 
Uh, we basically have somebody that uh, can pretty much put a Dusty Bender logo on damn near anything. So um, hats, shirts, dildos, whatever. Condoms. Condoms, bicycle seats. Uh, the sky, sky is really the limit on uh, on what we can do. So let us know you got a good idea, and we are more than happy to uh, make that up for you and send it your way. So without further ado, we are going to sign off, but uh, we'll see you next week, and go Kraken. <laughs>